0: days here, I'm finally over my jet lag. I wake up early and feel a zing of happiness when I realize that I have nowhere to be until our van leaves at 11. Should I go back to sleep or take one last stroll along the Ponte Vecchio? Finally, I decide that a quiet morning walk in Florence would be good for me and wrench myself out of bed. If I'm being honest with myself, I've been a bit of a downer since I got here. Yesterday, I totally snapped at Asher when he held us up in the Piazza della Repubblica, taking videos of himself doing the renegade dance. And why wasn't Matteo, our tour guide, moving things along? I found him at a table in the square, sipping an espresso and laughing at one of Art's stories. I mean, why even set a daily schedule if we're not going to stick to it? I guess that's when I sort of lost it. I mean, I know I'm not my best self when my routine gets interrupted. Keeping everything organized for Dad and Jordy growing up might have made me a bit of a stickler for a schedule. But being tossed into this group of happily coupled strangers has kind of thrown me for a loop, especially given my new single status. But today's a new day, and this is a a once-in-a-lifetime trip, so I am going to enjoy it. I mean, by this time in her trip, Diane Lane had already bought a house. The only thing I've bought so far is a straw hat, some leather sandals for Maya, and a cone of rum raisin gelato.
1: Okay, everyone, settle in. It's gonna be about two hours to Monte
2: Bolciano.
0: Do
3: you mind if I sit with you, Claire? Not at all. You don't want to sit with Todd? No, he wants to chat with (laughs) Matteo. He watched a documentary on the Medici's last night in our room, and he's all excited to compare notes with a local. We've been here for 72 hours, and he's basically a Florentine history scholar. Todd's been this way since we met back in Boston.
4: You mean at Harvard?
3: Oh, wow. I didn't realize you went to Harvard, too. I did. I was a journalism major. I met Todd when I was interviewing him for a story on his... Beanie Baby collection for the Crimson. (laughs) He had them all in these little plastic cases to keep them in perfect condition... He thought he was going to make a fortune on them. (laughs) That sounds about right. And that was it for you two? (laughs)
0: Oh,
3: oh, God, no. I couldn't stand him. I mean, what 21-year-old man is obsessed with beanie babies? But after that, he kept asking me out, and I kept refusing. So... We actually didn't get together until a few years later when I was at Columbia for grad school, and he was a junior analyst at Goldman. We were at a masquerade party one Christmas, and this goofy guy was just tearing it up on the dance floor. He wasn't even any good. (laughs) Oof, but his butt was very cute, and he was so into it. You couldn't help but fall for him. (laughs) Aww. And then? At the end of the night, he asked me to dance and gave me... the best kiss of my life. Then he took off his mask, and it was Todd! (laughs) I couldn't believe it. But, after a kiss like that, I was finally ready to give him a chance. And here we are, 22 years later.
0: Wow, that's so sweet. So,
3: you're a journalist, then? Oh, no. Not for a while. Back before the kids, I was a stringer at the Boston Globe. They actually gave me a full-time offer to embed with a Marine regiment in Afghanistan right after 9-11. But by then I'd had Spencer. And they didn't know it at the time. But I was pregnant with Chip, too. So, I had to turn it down. Then what happened? Well... I stayed on part-time, covering local politics for a few years, until the kids were in school. And then they started up with all the sports. Well, I know this sounds crazy, but Claire, you would not believe how much time a travel soccer team takes up. The boys basically became my full-time job. Do you regret it? Uh, I'm sorry, that was rude. I, I shouldn't have asked that. No, it's a fair question. It just surprised me. I don't know if anyone's ever asked me that. A little, maybe. I mean, I certainly don't regret having the boys, but keeping up with all the activities and social engagements was all-consuming. I didn't really have time to think about what I wanted for me. You know? I guess I'm only starting to pick my head up and think about what's next now that Chip is off to Stanford. I only ask
0: because, well, I started to tell you at the Duomo, but before I came here, I was supposed to be getting...
4: Honey, do you have any of my carsick pills in your purse?
0: After a couple hours, we pull up to a charming square surrounded by old stone buildings that look like they've been there for centuries. I'm pretty relieved to be off the bus. Todd's not the only one feeling car sick after all the hills and hairpin turns on our way to Monte Pulciano.
1: We'll stop here for lunch, and then I have a treat for you all. We're going to take a Vespa tour around the town before we head up to the villa.
2: What? I've never ridden a Vespa
1: before.
5: Yeehaw! You ride a Vespa, Art, and I'll ride you
2: later. <laughs> <laughs> Is that
1: right? was the spaghetti, principessa?
5: Oh, my, you are a charmer. And this may be the best pasta I've ever had in my whole darn life.
4: They say the pasta, it is the language of love in
2: Italian. Guess I'm going to need to get the recipe from this Mr. Carbonara.
4: Matteo. I think those two girls over there are giving us the old once-over. <laughs> Still got it. <laughs> Hello,
0: you're Matteo Rossi, see? I love your book. It makes me cry, so...
1: Oh, uh, I, uh... Mm.
0: Will you write another?
1: Uh, no, non sono io. Ti spagli. Mi dispiace.
5: Oh, scusami. I was sure that it was him. Now, what was all that about, sweetheart? I didn't catch a word of it. Oh,
1: uh, just some old tour guests saying hello. They took a tour of Italy?
0: It seems like they're from here. Would
1: anyone like some wine? Claire?
0: None for me, thanks. I'm a little worried about the Vespas later. I'm actually, uh, not a great driver.
2: I'll take some down here. I'm not driving. I'll be riding shotgun with my Italian stallion. What? Babe, you're not writing with me? <laughs> no, silly. I meant you. Oh. <laughs> Good. Hey, let's get a selfie
4: together, babe. It's been, like, two hours since I've posted. My fans are going to think I'm dead.
2: I've got the selfie stick.
4: Move it uh, away a little, and, uh, and then to the
2: left. No, 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 no. Other left. Like this? <gasps> oh! Bottoms up. Huh? Oh my god, Claire, I'm so sorry. That's like totally my bad.
1: Ooh, Someone's in trouble. Scusi, oh, cameriere. A little club soda, please. You okay, Claire? Well,
0: a little soggy.
1: Here, let me. The bubbles help with the sting.
0: Suddenly, Matteo is very, very close and dabbing at my cleavage with everyone watching. And the worst part about it is that he seems completely unaware. Red wine is never going to come out of a white shirt.
1: Uh, Think of it this way. Now you have your very own piece of Italian art.
2: Want me to post it on my stories, Claire? Maybe I can start a trend. Then you'll be like, cool. I'm just going to go to the ladies' room
0: and see if I can get some of this out. Excuse me.
3: Oh, babe, she's pissed.
1: Everyone finished here? All right. Let's head across the square and get our Vespas. You can ride alone or two to a bike. Hey, Todd. You had a lot of wine at lunch. Are you okay to drive?
3: Oh, don't worry about him. I've got this. I grew up racing motorcycles with my brothers in New Hampshire. All Todd has to do is hang on.
4: That's right. My own personal chauffeur. (laughs) Ha! Claire, do you want your own?
0: Oh, Actually, I was just going to stay here. I'm too nervous to drive one. It's fine. I'll just pop into some of the shops and meet you back here later. I, uh, could probably use a fresh shirt.
1: Nonsense. You can ride with me. Here, I have an extra shirt in my bag.
0: He pulls out a vintage-looking Mariah Carey concert t-shirt that looks like it's been washed a zillion times. Wait, do you like Mariah? Mariah?
1: <laughs> I'm human, aren't I? (laughs) Come on, Claire. It'll be fun.
0: Oh, God. This is terrifying. I can feel the rumble of the bike through my body, which isn't helping my nerves one bit. I've seen the way people whip around corners in these things, and I want no part of it. I wish I was back in Chicago, drinking Pinot Grigio with Maya and Jordi, and, you know... Not about to die on the back of a Vespa with a bunch of strangers? What am I even doing here?
1: Okay, let's get a helmet on you. Okay. Great. And then just just hop on behind me.
0: Like this?
1: Yep. Now, hold on to my waist.
0: Oh, God. This is awkward. I lightly place my hands on his sides and try to ignore the fact that he smells amazing. I'm not sure if it's cologne or body wash, or just him. But he smells like soap and cedar, and I have to keep myself from leaning in closer to smell his neck. Wait. What am I doing? I do not need any distractions right now.
1: No, you really got to wrap your arms around me. And whatever you do, hang on tight.
0: I finally realized that there isn't really a non-intimate way to share a Vespa. So I lean in closer, wrap my arms all the way around him, and lace my fingers tightly in front. Oh, wow. Um, someone's got some serious abs under his t-shirt. Oh, God! Don't think about that right now! Focus on not dying, Claire! Tighter.
1: There you go. Ready?
0: Ah! What? Mateo leads the group, zipping through the narrow back streets of the town. We fly by all the little shops, a butcher, a barber shop, and a bakery that smells so good, I almost beg Mateo to stop. But then I catch another whiff of him, and I decide I'm just fine where I am. Okay, back there. He takes a hand off the handlebar and pats my leg. It's probably just the adrenaline of zooming through the city, but I'm definitely feeling some butterflies. Yup, I'm all good. Just good?
1: I think we can do better than that.
0: Mateo guns the engine and leans to the right as we take a tight corner. I grab him even harder, bury my face in his back and screw my eyes shut. I can't look. He takes another turn as we head out of the city and onto an open road that goes up into the hills. I open my eyes and suddenly, I'm looking at an incredible view of the town getting smaller below us on one side and green rolling hills of the Tuscan countryside on the other. Oh, wow! This is unbelievable!
1: I know, right? Let's pull off up here to check it out.
2: Oh, my God, you guys are so cute. Let me take a pic. Asher, look at them. They look like they're in an ad for, like, I don't know, something real Italian. Like Italian ice? Ooh, yeah, babe, totally. Um, Ashlyn, can you text that to me? Okay, gang, take some pictures,
1: and then let's head up to the villa before it gets dark.
0: Hi, sweetie. I
5: pooped in the potty.
0: Oh, wow. That's great, G. You're such a big girl.
5: No, I'm a strong, independent woman. I have a boyfriend, and he does whatever I tell him. Oh, my God. You do not. You can't have a dog for a boyfriend, Gabby. (laughs) So, how's the trip going? I haven't heard from you in two days. Did you shack up with that sexy tour guide yet? What?
0: No way. Don't
5: hold out on me. I saw that picture of you two all
0: loved up on the back of that moped. Hardly. I had to ride with someone, Maya. You know what a bad driver I am.
5: Okay, but you were gripping that boy pretty tight. And, uh, is resting your head on his shoulder, was that for safety? Or? (laughs) There's nothing going on. I'm just saying, there's nothing wrong with a little vacation fling. That's how Stella got her groove back. You could use some groove is all.
0: Maya, there is seriously nothing there. We just keep getting thrown together because we're the only two single people on this tour. And from what I can tell, Matteo's just out here in Italy, Peter Panning his way through life. Coasting along with no plan whatsoever. And I'm not looking for any romance anyway. I'm here for some me time. Just me and the pasta.
5: Mm Mm-hmm whatever you say but i bet greg saw that picture and choked on his gluten-free avocado toast when he saw you two together
0: i hope so that was kind of the point
5: look mom i'm pretty too claire i gotta go gabby is about to break my Tom Ford lipstick in half and that shit costs fifty dollars
0: fifty dollars jesus go we love you
5: call me tomorrow
0: The villa we're staying at for the next few nights is part of an actual vineyard, and the whole place looks like it was plucked out of one of those over-the-top travel Instagrams. It's set up on a hill high above the town square where we had lunch earlier, and it's heaven. My bedroom overlooks rows and rows of grapevines, and I feel about a million miles away from my apartment in Wrigleyville, which overlooks a bus stop and a 24-hour deli. Tonight, we're having a welcome dinner out in the vineyard, and the owner of the place has been cooking us a feast if the smells wafting up to my room are anything to go by. I head down the path behind the house towards the vineyard as the sun sets over the rolling hills of Tuscany. I stop and take a picture. I can't believe just a few hours ago I was wondering why I'd come. Because now I'm so glad I did.
2: Claire, sweetie, we were wondering
5: where you got to. Oh. Isn't
2: this amazing? Here, come sit between me and Mateo. Babe, good job. I'm, like, super sorry about the wine spill earlier. See, I'm drinking white now. It's totally safe.
0: <laughs> Don't worry about it. I might have overreacted, but we're good. And this villa is gorgeous. I can't believe this place is real.
1: It's one of my favorite places in the world. So the vineyard has been operational since the 1930s, and they grow grapes for the Vino Nobile di Montepulciano Here,
0: taste. Matteo turns and offers me his glass so I can take a sip. We're packed in tightly on the bench, and I notice that his leg is pressed up against mine. He's looking at me expectantly. Oh, that's wonderful. Good,
1: right? It's only produced in this region of Italy.
2: Ooh, that sounds like super exclusive.
1: I guess it is. It's actually been a favorite with popes and kings since the 15th century.
4: Does anyone else get notes of plum? Uh, They're quite subtle, but of course, I can smell them. It just tastes like wine to me.
1: And we'll be feasting tonight. Signora Bianchi has made us his famous grilled lobsters. Thank
4: you, Mateo. Yes, these are big boys. They for two. Each couple can share.
2: Oh, boy, do these look good. <laughs> Y'all got any of them lobster bibs here? <laughs> Americani. Allora,
4: no bib. Signorina, where is tuo marito?
1: He shares with you, see?
0: I don't have a husband.
1: Patricio, it's fine. She'll just have her own. Attenta, signorina. Don't eat at all.
4: If you get fat, no man will want you. Dude, you, like, can't say that kind of thing. That's feminism 101.
2: Yeah, like, maybe body positivity hasn't made it to Italy yet. Do you guys know Lizzo here? She's a total queen.
0: Guys, it's fine. Let's just eat. Get me with those raviolis. Oh, my
5: stars. This lobster is delicious.
4: I've had better. Clearly, you've never been to the Nantucket lobster trap.
5: Todd,
3: stop it.
5: Now, Claire, you haven't told us. Do you have a sweetheart back home? She must. A girl like her.
2: (laughs) Such a pretty thing.
0: Actually, no. Not right now. I was supposed to get married, but it didn't work out. Oh, no. What happened, honey? Well, he was my college boyfriend. We'd been together about eight years. And the week of our wedding, I found out he was cheating on me.
2: That bastard! You want me to take care of him? I know a guy.
0: He does know a guy. (laughs) Thank you, Art. But no, it's fine. When was all this? Oh, about... Two weeks ago, this trip was supposed to be our honeymoon.
5: Oh, you poor little biscuit. How brave to come on your own. I know it hurts now, but you're going to find someone better, way better than the cheating scumbag.
0: I'll pray on it. Thanks, Patty.
2: Exactly. You're way too hot to die single and alone with 14 cats. Um, I
0: wasn't thinking of that, but now I am. Asher, can you pass the wine?
4: <clears throat> Everyone, I'd like to propose a toast. Oh no. Uh. My name is Todd Walters, Harvard class of 94. We know, dude. I'd like to start with a quote from a hero of mine, Mark Cuban. He says, "I've learned that it doesn't matter how many times you failed. You only have to be right once. And, Kate, I was right about you. I feel so lucky that we've been able to grow together over these past 22 years of marriage. And I'm more in love with you now than I've ever been. Aww. I've been reflecting a lot on how lucky I am. Uh, and we are lucky, but not because of our house on the vineyard or the Porsche. Or my boat, although she really is a (laughs) butte. But because we've found true partnership, and now we're starting this next chapter of our lives together, I'm looking forward to traveling the world with you and staying at every one of Richard Branson's hotels. So please raise a glass to my beautiful wife, Kate. Life would be absolutely meaningless if I didn't have you to share it with. Hear, hear.
3: Cheers! Cheers.
0: Sorry, just, uh, excuse me a minute.
3: Wait, where's Claire going?
1: Is she vaping? Because I could totally get in on that.
2: Babe, was she crying?
1: Claire, wait!
0: Couldn't take it anymore. I had to get out of there. I'm not usually a crier. Well, except for that scene in About Time. But oh God, I could feel a big, fat, ugly cry about to spill over, and so I ran. I'm sure they all would have been nice about it. Patty would have, "Aw, honeyed me," and Ashlyn would have quoted some empowering pop lyrics. But they just don't get how it feels. They're all part of a couple. They all have someone. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not that Todd's such an eloquent speaker. (laughs) It's just what he said at the end about his life being meaningless without Kate to share it with. Well, shit. Last week, I was on the brink of saying I do and starting the life I'd always pictured for myself. And this week, well, let's see recently dumped, living in my brother's guest bedroom, with the world's most pointless job, working for a boss who takes credit for all my ideas. That's what I have to look forward to when I go home. Meaningless across the board, check, check, check. Oh, God. Hey, pup, you scared me. Come here, buddy. Who's a good dog? You're a good dog. I bet you have a pretty sweet life here, don't you, buddy? And I bet you never found your fiancé making out with someone during a bad karaoke duet, did you? Maybe it's better to be alone. I mean, you seem pretty happy. Oh, there are two of you. Even you have a girlfriend. Of course. Claire? How long have you been standing there?
1: Um, pretty much the whole time.
0: Ugh. Can I sit down? Why not?
1: So, would it make you feel better if I told you about my embarrassing breakup?
0: Well, maybe a little.
1: Okay, so... Oh, God, I've never told anyone this story before.
0: Mateo, I found out my fiancé was cheating on me at a crappy karaoke dive bar the week of my wedding. Spill it.
1: Well, last year, I met a woman back in Florence. She was a waitress at one of my favorite bars. We'd only been dating for a few months, but she kept pressuring me to take her with me back to Chicago. Except I didn't really want to go back to the U.S., And it went on like that with her pushing me to move back to the U.S., but otherwise the relationship was completely great. So after about a year or so, she dumped me out of the blue for some random dude she met online. Some fat old guy living outside of Tampa.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yep. (laughs) So she moved there, never even said goodbye, and according to Facebook, she and Dirk are very happy together in Florida. They actually just announced they're pregnant.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh. But she totally 90-day fiance you.
1: She, she did what?
0: Like, the show?
1: Never seen it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess the moral of the story is that you're not the only one on this tour who's been unlucky in love. I get by being with this group would feel...
0: Like a giant karmic slap in the face?
1: I was gonna say difficult,
0: but let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I didn't realize you're from Chicago, too.
1: Yep. I stuck around for a while after college, and then I moved here about five years ago.
0: Why'd you leave?
1: Oh, it's complicated. I was running away... A little, I guess. But I I decided to come here because I grew up hearing my grandparents talk about Tuscany and how much they missed it. And they're right. It's been incredible.
0: That much I can agree with. Would you ever move back?
1: Maybe. But I'd need a pretty compelling reason.
0: Mateo? Well, I might be a little tipsy, but do you think the universe has a plan for us? Like, how will you know when you've met the person you're supposed to be with?
1: Well, this took a turn. (laughs) Uh, Okay, this might be a little cheesy, but I really do believe that the universe will put me in the right place at the right time to meet my person.
0: I glance over at him, and he's looking at me questioningly. Is he flirting with me? Do I want him to be flirting with me? Is the universe trying to tell me something? Claire, for once in your life, just stop thinking and kiss the hot guy in front of you who may or may not be hitting on you. Claire. Playing it safe has gotten me exactly nowhere. Screw it, I think as I turn my face to his and kiss his perfect, sexy mouth that I've been pretending not to notice for days now. Oh. And then he's kissing me back, and it is fireworks. It's a zillion volts of electricity zinging through my body. It's the most exciting and romantic thing that has ever happened to anyone, ever. I reach up and twist my fingers into his messy curls, pulling him closer and kissing him deeper. Why does he smell so freaking good? Suddenly, his hand comes up to gently cut my face, and he pulls away. I am dizzy with lust, and ready to follow him, well, anywhere.
1: Claire, I'm sorry. I I can't. I, I, I didn't mean... I should probably go.
0: Well, you pups want to hang? Oh, <laughs> okay. You need to go, too. Cool. Cool. RomCom Pods was created by Becca Freeman and Rachel King. This season was also written, directed, and executive produced by Becca Freeman and Rachel King. We had production help from Samantha Reed, marketing help from Ann Foos, and Erica Wong is our editor. Sound design, music, mix, and theme song is by Daniel Brunel. Claire is played by Amy Stricker. Matteo is played by Shah Jahan Khan. Maya is played by Ella Turen. Kate is played by Witten Frank. Todd is played by Joshua LaForce. Patty is played by Phyllis Pastore. Art is played by David Shacobee. Ashlyn is played by Aaron Zeck. Asher is played by Connor Dillon. Waiter is played by Brian Umberto Oyos. Gabby is played by Solia Silverman. Signore Bianchi is played by Brian Umberto Oyos. Italian Girl is played by Georgia Valenti. Romcom Pods was produced in partnership with Pod People.